Welcome to Barclays Money Plan Podcast, where our experts share their knowledge and insights to help you manage your money and become a better and more confident investor. In this episode of Money Plan, Claire Francis, Savings and Investments Director, and Jenny Souter, Investments Team, untangle the intricacies of retirement planning with a focused examination of pensions and ISAs. Join us as they weigh the pros and cons of these two prominent investment vehicles, exploring their unique features and implications on your financial future. Hi there, and welcome to Money Plan, our regular personal finance podcast. Saving for your retirement is really crucial if you want to maintain a certain standard of living when you start working. Saving a tax-efficient investment can help boost your pot, but where is best, an ISA or pension? In this episode of Money Plan, Claire and I will dive into the world of ISAs, pensions and finding the perfect blend for your financial goals. Just before we begin our conversation, I need to remind you that the value of investments can fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invest. We also don't offer personal advice, so if you're unsure about investing, please do seek independent financial advice. And lastly, tax rules can change and their effects on you will depend on your individual circumstances. So Claire, if we can just begin, does it make a difference where you save for retirement? The most important thing is to be planning ahead and um, putting money away for for your retirement. And as you mentioned, there are um, a number of sort of tax efficient savings investment vehicles available to you to sort of help boost uh, boost you along the way, really. Because if you think if you just save money into a standard cash savings account, um, you may have to pay on the interest you receive and also over the long term cash tends not to keep up perform you know produces good returns as you can get from uh, stock market investments so ideally you want to be putting your money somewhere else that's going to sort of help it work harder for that longer term retirement so that you've got more financially secure in your retirement and there are you know you mentioned pensions and ISAs and, and they're the main sort of vehicles that people can use and there are tax benefits of each so I think it is worth understanding the sort of the differences because that might influence how you decide to put your money away for your retirement. Yeah Claire just on that kind of subject then around pensions can you just tell us a little bit more about how they actually work? Yes, yeah, so pensions are obviously designed as a, a sort of a vehicle to help people build up money for their retirement. So that's their specific purpose. And the, the way that they work is that you get tax relief on any money that you pay into a pension. So a basic rate taxpayer will get 20% tax relief on the contributions they make to their pension. So for every £80 they pay in, you'll get it topped up to £100 by the government. And then higher rate taxpayers can claim an additional 20% because of course they they pay 40% income tax through their self-assessment return and an additional rate taxpayers who are taxed at 45% can claim the additional 25% relief through their tax return. So the benefit of, of, of pensions is that you know, you're, you're getting that tax relief on the way in and then your money will accumulate and um, over time. And if you're starting out investing in your pension, you know, when you first start working, say in your 20s, you've got 
probably 40 odd years for it it to grow before you're really going to be needing it and over that time if you're sort of focusing and and building that money up it can be worth a sizable amount uh, when it comes to retirement. It is worth um, pointing out that with pensions you do when you're drawing the income from it in retirement you will pay tax at that point in time because you're getting the tax relief sort of on the way in so to speak so that will depend on what tax bracket you're in at retirement and a lot of people might find that they're in a higher tax bracket during their working career or certainly you know as as they sort of progress up their career ladder than when they actually come to retire and their income level drops and a lot of people you know if you are employed a lot of people will have a pension through their employer and auto enrollment which was introduced a number of years ago means that you now don't have to opt in to your company's pension you you have to opt out so you will automatically be enrolled into that and it's it's well worth sort of um, it's a great benefit to have because as well as any money that you're contributing to the pension that's often will be taken out of your sort of salary packet each week or each month often the employer will make a contribution as well so it's effectively a bit of a pay rise in a way because you're earning more than you know than you see because um, your Mm -hmm. employer is contributing to your pension away as well the other thing with pensions is that once the money is in, you, you can't access it until it's currently until you're 55. That age is rising to 57 in 2028. So this is an important thing to consider when you're thinking about anything extra you might want to pay into your pension because, you know, once it's in, you can't access it. And this is where potentially ISAs can offer a, a benefit and an advantage because your money within an ISA isn't locked away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so perfect segue into ISAs then. So in, in terms of kind of comparing them, what, what can we save in an ISA? Yes, so ISA stands for Individual Savings Account. And you can hold cash in an ISA, so you get cash ISAs, or you can invest in an ISA um, using a stocks and shares ISA. And again, going back to what I was talking about earlier with, with the sort of the long time horizon that you're getting and, and the fact that over the longer term, investments tend to perform better than cash. If you're looking to invest and use ISAs towards your retirement, then certainly a stocks and shares ISA or an investment ISA, it's the same thing, just sometimes called a different name, can be a good option because you can get that money invested and then hopefully benefit from that sort of long term growth. And each year we get an ISA allowance here in the UK. Every every adult has one. It's currently £20,000. So you can pay up to £20,000 in a stocks and shares ISA. Now, the way ISAs, uh, the, the tax benefit you're getting from ISAs is that any returns you make on that money are free from tax. So you won't pay capital gains tax if you invest in if you invest um, when you come to sell your investments or you won't be ta- paying income tax on any savings interest you might ret- um, receive on money within an ISA or you won't be taxed on any dividends you receive on investments within an ISA. So that's really valuable because, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you do save or invest outside of an ISA, those, those taxes may be, be liable. Um, so that's yeah. why tax uh, ISAs can be really worthwhile. The difference between an ISA and a pension is that obviously the pension, you get the tax relief on the way in, you know, as, as I just explained with, with that sort of top up. Um, whereas with an ISA, when you take the money out of an ISA, you know, you, you won't have ta- tax to pay at that point. 
The other advantage of an ISA is that they're accessible. So ideally, if you are investing for your retirement, you know, you want to be putting the money away for the longer term. But if if something happens, if your circumstances change and you need to access that money, you can do, even if it's invested, you, you know, you can sell the investments and, and then take the cash out. Whereas obviously, if, if the money is locked into a pension, you can't get at it even if, if you need to. So that's another benefit of ISAs. There's also a specific type of ISA called a lifetime ISA, which was launched by the government uh, a few years ago with the intention of helping people save either for their a deposit for their first house or for their retirement. Now, with a lifetime ISA, um, you've got to be under the age of 40 to open one and you can put up to £4,000 a year into a lifetime ISA. So that comes out of your overall £20,000 ISA allowance. Um, So if you pay £4,000 into a lifetime ISA, you've still got another £16,000 that you could put into um, Mm -hmm. another type of ISA. Now, the benefit of lifetime ISAs is that as well as any returns you make on the money within it, so if you open a lifetime ISA and invest it, you know, hopefully you'll get returns on your investments, but you'll also receive a 25% bonus from the government. So if you pay in the full £4,000 in the tax year, you get an additional £1,000 from the government. And the reason for this is it's, it's to try and encourage people to put money away for the longer term. And that money can either be used for a deposit for a first home or for um, your retirement. And you benefit from the bonus, the government bonus, up to the age of 50. So when you reach 50, there's no additional benefit from having money in a lifetime ISA. So you don't get that government bonus, but you can still keep your money there until you need it if you've been using it for your retirement. So again, something else that's quite helpful and can be used by people when they're thinking about planning for their retirement. That's great. And obviously you've kind of gone through the kind of key differences differences between pensions and ISA. So dare I ask uh, the million dollar question, which, which one is best? How do we know which one is best for us? I, I, I don't, well, there isn't a categorically which one is best. As I, as I mentioned, they've got slightly different features and, and different sort of advantages, I suppose. So uh, what a lot of people will do is is they'll have a mixture of both. So they'll have their company pension or if they're self-employed you know maybe a a personal pension to be putting money into um, and getting that tax advantage that they're getting on that that tax benefit that they're getting Um, and and but there may be alongside that having money that they put away each year into their ISAs to use their ISA allowance so that sort of blended approach um, I think is what a a lot of people um, favour and I think the other thing is a lot of people will have a pension you know automatically through their their company scheme but perhaps don't think about it very much Mm -hmm. or or take much notice of it and I'd really encourage people to, to to take notice and remember that it's there but also that that's not going to be enough probably to fund the retirement that you're hoping for so Mm -hmm. you will need to do more and put more in so you can either pay in additional amounts uh, into your company pension there's there are allow you know again there's a limit each year on how much you can pay in but also use ISA allowances as well, because if you're just doing the sort of the minimum that you're putting in from your salary each month and that your mm-hmm. employer is contributing to, it probably won't be enough when it comes to retirement. And there's lots of online t- calculators that can help you work out mm-hmm. what your pension might be worth. 
uh, you can put in the age at which you want to retire and how much you're currently paying in. And that can actually be quite, quite sobering when you um, when you have a look at that, because it, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a wake up call because you might think, oh, yeah, no, I started when I was 22. You know, I'll be fine. I'm not going to retire till I'm 70 or whatever. But, you know, when you look at what's going in, it's absolutely valuable and it's absolutely definitely better yeah. than nothing. But it might not be giving you the level of income that you will need when you come to retire. So it's well worth looking into that and working out how much you need to be putting away to get to sort of uh, an income level you think you're going to need. That's great. Thank you so much, Claire. And I think that it's a really important kind of point to kind of end on the fact that there are so many tools and resources available and we have so many articles and helpful content across our website for our listeners if they want to kind of find more about getting a nice blend of having a good sort of ISA and pension pot and how that you know the decisions that you make today can really help you know your your future plans so thank you so much for sharing your insight and knowledge as ever and to our listeners if you enjoyed our conversation please do like and subscribe to our podcast thank you for listening and we look forward to welcoming you back again soon this podcast is not a personal investment recommendation All tax rules can change in future and their effects depend on your individual circumstances, which can also change. We don't offer personal tax advice. You should obtain this independently if you are unsure. Investments can fall as well as rise in value and their past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.